Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Breakthrough Podcast with Danny Anderson. My name is Rachel Long, and I will be your host today. And as I said, we have Pastor Danny Anderson here from Emmanuel Church, and we're going to be talking about a breakthrough in learning to say no. So welcome, Pastor Danny. Thank you. It's good to be here again. Well, this is an exciting topic, and and I know we want to jump right into it. Um, Exciting being a word that we might not use about saying no very often, but once you start to hone this skill, um, you can see a real breakthrough in that area in your life. I know for our family, we have three kids. um, Two of them are in sports. One of them's at college. You're in um, basically the same stage of life. You have a child in drama, children in sports. You have three kids and and life is incredibly busy Mm -hmm. and we all want what's good for our families and sometimes saying no (laughs) is very, very hard when you're trying to uh, produce the best experience for your family. So um, I'm excited that you're going to tell us a little bit about how we can say no. Yeah, it's, you know, it's such an important skill to develop in our busy lives today. Um, you know, essentially the, the, my motivation, you know, to, to, uh, to learn how to do this in my life came, uh, from the realization that if I don't learn to say no to opportunities that come, mm-hmm. um, I'm just going to be stressed out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be overcommitted <laughs> and too many things going on, people coming and going, uh, you know, uh, missing, missing, you know, investments in my relationships with my kids, my family. And so, you know, I didn't like that. Mm. I didn't like just always being on the go and coming home from work, getting in the car, going to a practice, going here. And I know some of that's essential. We need, Mm -hmm. you know, our kids are involved with things and our church is involved in a lot of things. And, um, but, you know, I had to, I had to curb it Mm -hmm. because it can very easily, your life can very easily get out of control. Um, and you start losing uh, sight of what's most important uh, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. us. And, and then we start losing quality of life, you know, because we said yes to all these different opportunities. And so, uh, yeah, it's, a, it's an important skill to learn for us. Yeah, because professionally, um, you know, you lead the you lead the church, Emmanuel Church, and we have four campuses and you preach live at four services mm-hmm. every week. Mm-hmm. And then you have our staff that you lead mm-hmm. and you have our teams that you're building. And then you come home and you have a wife that works full time, just like a lot of us have mm-hmm. a spouse that works full time. And and it sounds good. It sounds good to say no. It sounds good to say you're gonna you're gonna choose this over this. But what are some practical ways that you can help us get there? Yeah, for sure. And and it does take some specific strategies. And there are some things that we've tried to implement and we mess these up for sure, but mm-hmm. they have helped us. These strategies I want to talk about today have helped us to get to get better and create some a, a, a better pace of life for our family so that we're not going insane. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so we could just jump into these and uh, yeah, again, what's we that have, top thing we could yeah, do? So I think, you know, something that um, has helped me tremendously in the last decade of, of our lives is something I learned from Stephen Covey, and that is to prioritize what's most important in, in our family. And, and we do this um, about every week. We, my wife and I will sit down and we will start the week on Sunday night 
together and we will sit down, we will prioritize the most important mm-hmm. things that have to happen this week for our family. And we will plug those things in mm-hmm. to our schedule. And in that 30-minute, 45-minute meeting, um, there's other there's other things that are going on. And, and we simply say, okay, this is too much. We have to say no to this invitation. We have to say no to this training event or we mm-hmm. have to say no um, because we just know there's only so much we can do in one week. And so that meeting is probably the most critical meeting for our families, that, that Sunday night planning meeting. And and uh, Stephen Covey actually said it this way. This is one of my favorite quotes from from his book, Seven Habits. He said, you have to decide what your highest priorities are and have the courage pleasantly, smiling, smilingly, non-apologetically to say no to mm-hmm. other things. And the way that you do that is by having a bigger yes burning inside. Mm. Years ago when I read that, I thought that's, that's the key. That's the, the burning yes is your highest priorities. And when you have identified what those things are for you in a seven-day period, you can say pleasantly, unapologetically, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I will not be able to attend that. I already have a commitment here or there. And so uh, that has helped us uh, by and far the best thing we've done you know, to, to say no. No, that's good. I've seen your planner before. It's color coded. It's intentional, <laughs> and I'd geek out on it for sure. <laughs> but it really does reflect that you have picked your burning yes inside of you, and mm. that's your family, and and then the organization that you lead. Okay, uh, probably the toughest one that um, I saw on your blog post mm. about saying no was um, to be. Uh, okay with disappointing people. Mm. And that's part of your strategy too, isn't it? Absolutely. You know, this is a tough one for people because most of us are people pleasers for mm-hmm. whatever reason. You know, mm-hmm. we, we, we hate to disappoint people. We don't want people to think ill of us. Right. And uh, But if you're going to be effective in saying no, you know, this is a skill you have to develop. You have to be okay with disappointing people. So, you know, for me, it, it, it's, got, it's a more of a realization of, who am I going to disappoint? Because right. I'm, 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 I'm going to disappoint someone if you're going to say no. And uh, I've just decided that the people that I want to disappoint the least in my life are the people who are closest to me, mm. my wife and my children. And, um, and so when an opportunity comes up, so, so as a pastor, I'll just give you an example. Um, a lot of times people can only meet with me uh, in the evening, mm-hmm. 6.30, you know, after they get off work, six o'clock. Now, six, six, six o'clock, six thirty is primary hours for my family. Mm-hmm. That's when we get home. You know, before they go back to practice, we have dinner together, three or four nights a week. We try to at least. And um, if I say yes to someone at six thirty, I might avoid uh, disappointing them. They'll be pleased. Oh yeah, you know, sit down, Pastor Annie, talk through issues or whatever. But yeah. I will absolutely disappoint my children and my mm-hmm. wife. And I'm not saying I never do that. There are always exceptions. If somebody's really in a spot and they need my help, sure. you know, I love to help people. And that's the calling of my life. And so I'll say yes to that. It's an exception to the rule. But, but most of the time I say no and I disappoint them. Well, how come he's not available? I thought he was the pastor. Why, why can't I meet with, well, I have a family mm-hmm. and, and that's dinner time. And mm-hmm. so I want to be 
I want to invest. I want to find out how my children's day was, what, what's going on in my, with my wife, and have conversations. Listen, that's where the family is built, mm-hmm. around the, the dinner table. Mm-hmm. And so For many sure. families today, because they've said yes to all this and this, and, uh, there's no dinner time conversation mm-hmm. together as a unit. And so uh, I'm convinced of that. So I've just learned I have to disappoint the right people. And that is uh, sometimes, you know, the people in our church. Uh, Sometimes it's staff members. um, Sometimes it's friends so that I Mm -hmm. don't disappoint my family. And so, you know, that's a a tough one. But, I mean, you're in that kind of that same boat. You have three kids. I mean, what's what's going through your mind as I say that? (laughs) Well, I'm remembering the time um, as as I got to move up in the organization, you coached me in my leadership. And um, the term people pleaser has been one that has been associated with me before. And I'll never forget when you you sat down and you said, I need you to work on these three things to take your next step in leadership here. And the one that is still part of my daily practices is is saying is saying no but I will tell you thinking through who are you okay disappointing well I'm not okay disappointing my kids and my husband Mm. that's that's a piece um, that's important to me so that does help me even like today thinking through okay what do I need to say yes and what do I need to say no to and I think um, if I could just uh, say to the listeners, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. Like it's not an easy thing to decide, okay, I'm going to disappoint the sad mom that I'm not going to meet with or my husband, which one? Because you kind of know your husband's going to give you some grace in the situation. So maybe I won't just, dis- ah, no, but that can build up over years. And, and it, I think that having at the front of your mind, who are you going to choose to disappoint? Because yeah. somebody's going to be disappointed in this. Right. There is no people pleasing. That yeah. isn't, you're not going to please everybody. You can't everybody. please everybody. Absolutely. Exactly. You know, and something Andy Stanley said many years ago, he's a pastor of a church in Atlanta, for those mm-hmm. of you who don't know, but he, he, uh, he said that success is when the people who are closest to you respect you the most. Mm. And, you know, it's easy for, for me to get respect from people who are at a distance. Yeah, you know, oh, you know, they maybe see me preach or whatever, and but the people who are closest to me, man, their they, their their opinions to me matter the most, mm-hmm. and they're with me every day, and I don't want to lose influence with them, particularly right. my children, and you know, and my wife because my kids are leaving one day, but uh, <laughs> you know, I want my wife to respect me. So if I'm continually disappointing her, yeah, because I've chose to spend time with this person or this person. You know, that's going to be a difficult, you know, the quality of life that I have at home is not going to be very high. Right. And so I, that, that's, I must say no, mm-hmm. you know, in, in my life for, the, for that purpose. So. And I love what you've said before to our team that that sort of thing can build up mm-hmm. over time. Mm-hmm. And you may not choose them one time, but you can't not choose them all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's right. important. Okay. This, this next one, number three, this, this impacts our listeners all the way from middle school up through grown adults. And it's, um, it's overcoming FOMO. Mm, the fear <laughs> of missing out. It's yes. huge. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a real thing. I mean, the, 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 the thing that makes this so hard is that there's some truth 
to this, mm-hmm. right? And that's mm-hmm. why that's why it's so difficult to fight FOMO <laughs> because you don't want to miss an opportunity. And there are some opportunities that if you didn't take them, you would miss out on yeah. meeting somebody or you know a career opportunity or something like that. And so because of that sliver of truth, mm-hmm. you know, you, you end up saying yes to everything. Because it's like, well, what if this is the one? What if this is the one I'm supposed to, you know, meet this person or, you know, this is the person I'm supposed to marry or this is the, the, the you know, the, yeah. the business partnership yeah. I'm supposed to take or, or whatever. Uh, or the, this, this thing is going to lead to my next big, you know, I don't know, financial uh, success or whatever. And so we, we just say yes. Mm-hmm. We say yes over and over and over again because of that little sliver of truth. So something that has helped me to fight FOMO is the, something John Maxwell said. Actually, it was in a book uh, written by uh, Les, uh, Craig McEwen. And Maxwell said this. He said, you cannot overestimate the unimportance of practically everything. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to thinking about that. And I thought, man, that is so true. Most things, most opportunities are just not that important. Mm-hmm. And you'll have another, you'll have another shot. You'll not, you'll have another conversation. You'll have another chance. You'll get another invitation. It'll circle back. But we convince ourselves, no, this is, this is the important, it's you the know, one. this is the one opportunity. And it's just not true. Right. And that, this statement by Maxwell has helped me to, to say, you know what? I appreciate that invitation. Thank you for that. Whatever. I can't make it. Sorry. Uh, I have already have a previous, and it goes back to number one, prioritizing your highest priorities. I've already decided on Sunday mm-hmm. night what the most important things are for me. And so I just remind myself that, you know, this, this there'll be another opportunity. We'll come around. And that yeah. lets me, that lets me, that the fear of the FOMO drops, mm-hmm. the power of the FOMO drops in my life when I remind myself of that. And so, again, I'm not always successful with that, you know, but uh, these these three strategies have really helped our family, myself personally, to, to say no. Well, that's so good. Is there anything else? Is there anything else you can give us or you want to say on the topic of saying no? Yeah. You know, I would recommend people if they want to go deeper uh, into this is to read a book called Essentialism by Greg McEwen. It's been a fantastic read for, for me practically, for our church, for me personally. And the subtitle is The Disciplined Pursuit of Less. And so that, that tells you kind of where the book takes you. And it just shows you how to, to, to get rid of a lot of things in your life that are not essential and to focus on only the things that are going to bring success to your life. And, uh, you know, a quote from the book, I'll leave, I'll leave you, this will be the last thing I say on this. He says, if you don't prioritize your life, someone else will. Mm. And it goes back to number one, right? So, right. Sitting down on a regular basis, weekly, monthly, year, even yearly, saying, what are the things that God is calling me? What are the things that I feel led to do with my life? And, and then scheduling those things into your week and into your month uh, allows you to say no a lot easier. So that's what oh, I said. That's great. That's great. Okay. If you miss any of the three, they are number one, prioritize what is most important. Two, be okay with disappointing people. Three, overcome FOMO. And you can see more of this if you go to dannyanderson.net. Um, Danny has a 
a blog post there that goes into depth with this and you can reread it. We are so excited that you joined us today and we hope that this was a blessing to you and helps you make some great choices as you try to get a breakthrough in saying no. If you would like to learn more about Emmanuel Church where uh, Danny pastors, you can go to eclife.org and we will see you back on our next episode.